Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of Fierce and today I have Carissa Reed on the show and Carissa is someone I connected with on the Alchemy Tribe, a tribe that I'm part of, an entrepreneurial tribe. She is the general manager of Manuel's Mexican food restaurant which was established within her family um, from 1964 and it actually goes long back and she's continuing the legacy and she's the proud mother of three incredible children. Um, when I asked her to actually send me her write-up, she she wrote this powerful quote actually by Ian Thomas, which I, I think is quite relevant to mention. And it says that everything has changed and yet I am more than I've ever been. And I think that kind of pretty much sums up the conversation we're about to have. Um, though she's had a difficult childhood and gone through some difficulties in her life, which I'm sure she will tell us about and, and talk to us about, um, I think she's somebody driven who has found her sense of purpose and not let difficulties define her. And um, she's definitely somebody that we can we can learn from because she she really wants to empower other women um, to believe in themselves, to know their self worth, and to turn their pain into power. So I think without any further introduction, I just want to welcome Carissa to the show. So uh, welcome, Carissa. Thank you so much for being part of Unplug with Annie. I'm an I'm honored. So thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so the, this, I mean, this series, it's like a culmination of like really amazing women. And so I met Carissa also part of the Alchemy Tribe. Um, I've, I've interviewed Matt, who's the founder of, um, of, of that uh, for the Elevation series. And now I'm doing this series. And I really wanted you on this series because I think we connected via the Alchemy Tribe and um, you just you're just you just always post about really positive things mm -hmm. I just feel like you're always you're a woman who's supporting women genuinely and I think that's really important so I'm so glad that you're on Thank um, you. um, so first of all just tell us a little bit about you you know about growing up about mm -hmm. um, getting into the hospitality business and, and kind of a little bit about what you're doing right now. Okay. So I was born and raised in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, my family is uh, in the restaurant business, has started a restaurant in 1964 here in Phoenix. Um, my grandparents came from nothing, uh, really very poor, uh, had no money. Um, my grandma wanted to start a business because um, my grandpa was in somewhat of a dangerous job. He transported heavy equipment and he had gotten hurt, shattered his ankle. And she wanted to do something on her own to make money to bring him back home because he would have to travel a lot. Uh, and she was an amazing cook. Uh, so they opened up like a tiny little taco stand uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, downtown Phoenix. And it just was um, so tiny, just a walk-up window. They had a little picnic table. Uh, and then it just grew from there. There, uh, They had four siblings. My mom is one of them, or, or four children. And, um, and they all just helped. And I mean, my mom started helping. She was so small, but she would stand on a milk crate and help cash out the customers. They just, you know, everybody just helped out. And he was able to leave his... Uh, company that he was working for and 
it was amazing. And so I'm just, I'm so proud to kind of continue the legacy. Now there's seven locations and uh, all still family owned. And um, I'm running one of them in Phoenix and it's my mom's location that she owns. And I'm just so proud of my family, especially of my grandparents that started with nothing. And so being in this business, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about it. It's just um, a lot of blood, sweat and tears kind of went into it. I know my mom worked very hard to get her own place started. And so I didn't get to see her a lot. And um, so I just, I ha- I'm just filled with passion to help continue uh, a legacy that was started so many years ago. So I'm very proud of that. Um, a lot of hard work. Yeah. So that's, that's where my passion for, for that aspect comes from. And then my passion for, as you mentioned, the empowering women and supporting women. Um, I had a very difficult childhood, um, just constantly made a fun of for um, being Hispanic and being, uh, I was not like a skinny girl, you know, I had some um, meat on my bones. So there was a name calling and things like that. And um, not only from, from boys, but other girls. And it just made me feel so bad. And then I went through a very, very horrible, bitter divorce. And there was a time in my life from as a young child and then as an adult where I was just very depressed, very down on myself, felt very unworthy. Mm. And I, I wanted to just help other women who have been where I was feel better about themselves. And that became a personal mission of mine because how low I felt, I didn't want anyone else to feel that way. I just mm. kind of, I, I was able to, to get myself out of that. And I wanted, um, but I didn't have a whole lot of people to reach out to. Um, and so I kind of wanted to make myself a little bit of accessible just by sprinkling some self-love out there, however I could, just, just like a, a hand to reach out. You never know, a simple comment to a stranger just can go a long way. Yeah. And so that's kind of where, how, what I'm about basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I think you said something important about self-worth, which kind of leads me on to the next question as well. But growing up, I mean, just being a woman uh, in general, I think comes with a lot of challenges innately. Um, But yeah, as a woman, you grow up and, you know, depending on obviously your circumstances and influences and uh, people around you, you do feel like there's a lot of boxes that you need to tick. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, to fit into that idea I suppose what what we consider as being complete and that can include like having the career and and getting married and having kids and all of these things did you feel did you feel that growing up did you feel like this was kind of the direction you had to go into as opposed to it being your personal choice or or anything like that Yes, the, and two ways, and the, it's so interesting because growing up, because of the, my childhood circumstances, I wanted to basically have a family of my own so I could feel whole um, because I did feel very complete just coming from a little bit of a blended family and to where there was a point where I almost felt like an outsider a little bit. And so, and then also growing up, um, you know, I kind of was raised where the man was the king of the household and uh, to be submissive. And that's how basically I was raised. Well, 
then all I wanted was two parts, to have a family to call my own so I could feel like I had something of my own. Because I had so much um, trouble loving myself, I, I, I needed something to love and, and I was searching. And when I, so I thought a husband and children, that's going to be, you know, my accomplishments and I will raise my family and I'm going to do everything for my husband and, and basically living for him mm-hmm. and, and not myself at all. And um, it just played plus, and then on the uh, work side of it, on it was kind of a two-part question. So um, I always felt that yes, my role would be to go into the business because I am the oldest. And so there was, I don't want to say pressure, but there was a little, a a bit of pressure put on me to kind of go that role. However, I will say on that part, years later, it was, I'm very happy that I could take that on. Mm -hmm. Um, It gave me a sense of purpose, especially going through my divorce. I still had my career, basically. And... I can't imagine if I didn't have that, if I was just, if I didn't stick with that career and I, and then had my divorce, it would have been even harder for me to kind of move forward without something to call my own. And that's also in itself what I do try to promote to young girls and young women. You really want to educate yourself and, get out there and never have to depend on a man or a partner for something. You have to always know that you can survive on your own mentally, physical, physically, financially. Mm. Uh, And so I, I definitely love to tell my daughters that tell um, young girls that I, I see that I work with, that I connect with just to have that belief in yourself that you don't need anybody. You, you have to know that you can do it yourself and believe in yourself. And then when I was in my marriage, because of my circumstances and my upbringing, I did allow myself to be, you know, walked on. I didn't allow myself to have a voice. Um, And all those things led to also the demise of the relationship when you're not, when you do not have your own voice and you cannot speak up for yourself. Yeah, no, advocate and promote having your own voice for sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. And going through something like a divorce, I mean, I have spoken to another guest um, who who similarly went through something. Um, how did how did it affect you in terms of you questioning who you are? Because when we're in relationships with other people, sometimes that relationship defines you and uh you know how do you find yourself again after that and and find you you spoke about I know a sense of purpose mm-hmm. um how do you find that again well it was so hard I I cannot um tell you that it was a very difficult and long road to get to where I am now because again I was very young uh when I got married and so I, I identified myself as a part to this whole and being my ex-husband and I, and I didn't ever see myself as solid on my own. And 
because it was more of a the relationship where it was not based on equal i played the submissive role um and there's a little bit of you know mental abuse happening and and so it was very hard once the divorce happened to i almost crumbled i was unraveling i didn't know who i was i didn't know what i liked because everything i put out there was what this other person liked, you know, so I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know uh, about myself. So it was a journey of self-discovery. Uh, it was a journey of finding out who I am, what I'm about, what I like, um, just who am I? So it was a difficult road to, to travel. Um, and then I thought, what, what was my purpose? Again, here I was living for uh, this other side and I didn't know what, my purpose was why I need what what I needed to live for because when you live for someone else for so long you don't know how to go on but it's your mind is so powerful um, and it took a lot of self affirmations it took a lot of just healing a lot I, I spent some time on my own reflecting also talking to other people um, that have gone through similar situations and going on YouTube and, you know, just typing in, you know, uh, divorce and empowering women and just kind of filling myself with positivity. Yeah. And, and you can change your mindset. You really, really can. You just, your constant positive affirmations, staying positive, being happy, almost kind of faking it till you make it. you know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe you're not feeling happy yet, but if you tell yourself, I am happy, I will make it. I can get out of this. I will beat it. I will find my sense of purpose. It, it comes. Yeah, that's so true. It, 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 we're in this interesting time, I feel like, I don't know if, it, if it's getting better in, in some way of women supporting women um, or not, I think, or maybe like just two opinions definitely exist on this, but there's a lot of like, you see a lot of, um, of that not happening. And in your opinion, why do you think that happens? And, and because I, I mean, I think it is so important. It, it's really important because men and women are made so different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that we can help each other so much and help uplift each other uh, in a way that our spouse or our partner can't. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yet it doesn't happen. Like on social media, you know, people are very quick to judge others. And, um, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, especially with women, I feel like there's almost this, um, it's very difficult to be happy for, for another woman and, and not be jealous or insecure mm -hmm. or, or where do you think this stems from? And, and yeah, why did this happen? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, with so many moving parts, uh, I so much have a heart for supporting women so much. And I know that there are a lot of women out there that feel the same way. I, I do see it. I mean, even with Instagram, um, the little page that I created, I love getting on there and just saying a small little something to somebody that I don't even know. And then and they respond in kind. And it's just like, if we could have more of that, it's so beautiful. Not even just 
behind the computer screen on social media, but if I'm at work, if I'm out at a grocery store, if I see someone and I, I inside I'm thinking, oh, I like their hair or they have great shoes. Instead of keeping it to myself, I tell them. It's like I can't help myself. I want to tell them. I want to just spread that to them, whether they like to be complimented or not. I mean, um, 99% of the time, it kind of makes them smile and it makes me smile. And I, and I do wish we did have more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want us women to just become a team and just completely support one another. I think wonderful things happen when we do do that. Unfortunately, there is a flip side. There is um, sometimes you see that they tear each other down sometimes rather than build each other up. And it's very sad. I, I think maybe a lot of it stems from insecurity and they they just haven't reached the point where they have a, a change of mind. Um, they, I feel like sometimes that happens if they're lashing out, if they are feeling insecure inside. Mm-hmm. And once they can change that and start feeling a little bit more of that self-worth, then that, that comes out and kind yeah. of pours onto other people. Yeah. And from your experiences, like developing that self-love mm-hmm. approach um, and being comfortable in your skin with who you mm-hmm. are, because I think when you do that, you can then be, be mm-hmm. happy for other people. Yeah. Did, did that come to you naturally or did you have, did you have those kind of influences around you or did you feel like you had to learn this yourself? Um, it's a combination of both. Um, I definitely did not, not even hear the words self-love, self-worth, self-awareness. I never heard those words growing up. Mm. Um, I never, this wasn't around when when I was growing up. It wasn't about learning to love yourself. I think self-love back in my day was vanity, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this day and age, I am very happy just to see this kind of explode. Um, It is not vanity. It is so important. And it's so important for our mental health as well. Um, And I, I, I pride myself on being positive now because the what is the opposite? It's it's negative, and when you're negative, you drown in your own negativity, and it's not a good place to be. Because I was there, so yeah. I was in a place of of depression and sadness and negativity, and I noticed because right after my divorce, I was very negative. I was very bitter, and. I did not like who I was. I did not like the thoughts that I had. And it was just a, a yucky place to be. And I, I wanted to make a change. And I just started being positive. And little by little, um, it, like I said, it didn't happen overnight. Um, a lot of prayer, a lot of positive talk, a lot of positive self-talk and just moving forward and 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 also my mom is very positive too so she is a definite positive influence in my life and um and so that that helps and and just what you put out there comes back in return i'm a big believer of that when you the more positivity you put out there it will come back yeah Uh, And and that's really important. And I did start noticing that when I put out more positivity, it did return to me. 
Yeah. And, and other, th other than that, is there anything else that you feel like you, you do much differently now because of the experiences that you went through? Are there any other things which you feel like you've really completely changed that around or taken a different approach or you see life differently, whether it's like a pre-divorce and post-divorce thing or at any point in your life? Yes, there's several. Self-forgiveness is a big one. When you are carrying a lot of shame and regret, then that brings you down. And then you think badly of yourself because you're thinking of things that you could have done, should have done, but you can't live in the past. You have to move forward. So definitely self-forgiveness. I cannot sit back and just be down on myself constantly about what had happened in the past. You cannot do that. Um, whatever has happened to you in the past, whether it was a mistake of your own or that someone has done to you, you also have to not only forgive yourself, but forgive that other person. And sometimes it will take forgiving and never even receiving an apology from that other person but that's okay you have to just you cannot hold on to anger or bitterness or resentment you have to forgive yourself and then forgive the other person and i noticed once i forgave those that hurt me in the past whether it was from when i was a child to teenager to in my marriage once i let go and forgave it was like uh, a weight was lifted. I was mm -hmm. no longer carrying a grudge or resentment or bitterness. And it's, it's, it's what's in your heart. So if you're carrying all of that, if you're carrying negativity and bitterness, um, it's going to, that's, it's going to eat away at your soul. Mm -hmm. So definitely forgive and, and moving forward and embracing change and being okay with things, not necessarily being what you thought they were going to be. Like yeah. being okay with the life that you didn't think that it was going to be like this. Like it's mm -hmm. okay. Evolving. Definitely. All those things helped me to, to be where I am today. Yeah. I think that's so interesting that you said evolving. I was, I was speaking to another friend of mine today and she lived in Brazil and we were sort of connecting on, on voice notes. And um, similarly, she said something so similar. She had said that, because we had actually studied together and she said like you know sometimes I just think back to that point of time and I think like did we think life would pan out like this and um sometimes I just think you you're not thinking at that time so far ahead and yeah. uh so transition and embracing change for sure I can see why that is so important mm -hmm. Um, it, speaking about mental health and I think I think these words like self-love and, and even just mental health awareness are things which have become quite popular recently I don't think they were around before but um, it's great because it's making I think positive changes and people are able to speak about it was there any point in your life or was it the moment of the divorce where you really suffered mentally in a way and um, and is there something you do in terms of your everyday routine or anything like that, just for your own peace of mind and mental health? Yes. So I definitely started experiencing anxiety um, and depression as a young girl. 
way before my divorce. Okay. I remember being very young and having um, panic attacks and, and having anxiety and not knowing though what it was. Not, I, I remember being later on as a teenager, I drove myself to the doctor because I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, I didn't hear about anxiety, panic attacks back then when I was growing up. Mm. Um, and I did not know what it was. I, I had the doctor do an EKG on me, do a, um, an x-ray because I was having these feelings where I couldn't breathe. I, I felt like I couldn't swallow. I, I would hyperventilate and out of nowhere. So the anxiety and panic attacks touched me at a young age. Mm. And it was really hard for me because I did not know what I was dealing with. And then, of course, you know, I would suffer from depression here and there. Um, and then I, I was really hit rock bottom during the divorce. But as I was older and I would get depressed or have those feelings of anxiety or have an, a panic attack, I could deal with it so much better because I now knew what it was. And going back to the mind is uh, very powerful because I knew, I, you know, knowledge is power. I knew what was happening to my body. I knew I wasn't having a heart attack. I knew that what was happening was I was having anxiety, you know, or if it was a pretty bad uh, panic attack. And sometimes you do feel out of control, but I did a lot of um, basically talking to myself saying, okay, I need, I need to breathe. You know, I, I did breathing exercises um, to just kind of work my way through it because your mind won't spin around in circles if your mind knows what's, what's happening to you. True. So I, I just, again, use my breathing techniques. I would even tell myself, okay, you're okay. You're just having anxiety, breathe through it. And now there is so many... Um, people out there, the resources that you can talk to or, or read on the internet and just um, to help, to help you. Because back then, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, or I didn't know what it was, what was happening to me. And so now, uh, mental health awareness, I am, I'm just so glad that that it is being put out there and it's not like just kind of boxed away and you're not made to think something is wrong with you if you're yeah. suffering. Yeah. So I definitely think that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, and do you have, is there any specific advice that you would have for, for anyone going now in this moment in a period of transition or any kind of, um, any kind of point in their life where I suppose they're questioning their self-worth and, um, you know, you having been through all these experiences and done that, is there any advice that you would give to them? I would definitely say, just hold on, you will get through it. Uh, just believe in yourself. And don't allow when you go through a divorce, um, and, and you're left, and it was not what you wanted, you go through a bout of feeling very low, feeling like you're not good enough, not pretty enough, not handsome enough, not thin enough. You know, you go through all those things. Why wasn't I worthy that this person that I devoted my life to leave? You know, so you definitely start having self-doubt, but you cannot let it kill you. You know, you cannot let it get you so down to where you're broken. Just know that if you 
love yourself, if you know that you are worthy and know that your worth does not depend on someone else's opinion of you, mm. it's inside. You, mm. you determine your worth, not anyone else. And if you really believe that, um, you'll, you know, you're, you're in a better place. So yeah, self-worth is just extremely important and very valuable uh, to hold on to, especially when you're going through the depths of something difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And just to wind down, the last question I have, something I'm asking all the guests, is just one thing that you love about you. Well, <laughs> um, I can't say um, my... It, instead of like going through with a physical attribute, I def what I definitely love about myself is just the power to be positive. I love that I can go there um, because there's things happen in my life. I mean, I can't just say that I'm happy all the time. I'm definitely not. I mean, it's definitely a roller coaster of emotions. Even when you think that you've beaten something, um, old emotions, old feelings can still creep back in. So it's always like I said, it's always a journey. It's a never ending journey of self-discovery, but I love the fact that no matter what happens, I can definitely try to find the positive in it, you know, find the, the silver lining or if something happens, I say, okay, well, what can I learn from this? Mm. You know, I try to put a positive spin on it and, yeah. and that's something because that's internal looks will fade. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Yeah. You know, hair thins, wrinkles. Yeah, I just love the you know, and I, I would always say my smile. I love the fact that I love to smile, but you know, as you age the smile <laughs> lines happen. So but one thing that will never change is, you know, inner beauty and inner positivity. And that's something that I I feel blessed that I can reach in on my own because there's not, there's not always going to be somebody there, you know, that can cheer you up when you're feeling down. You have to be able to do that yourself. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. Great. Thank you. Uh, it's been so amazing talking to you. I'm so glad you could be part of this, uh, particularly this series. So thank you for, for, for being here. Oh, thank you. It was just an honor speaking with you. That was the end of another episode on Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of Fierce next week where I'm talking to another amazing woman and I can't wait for you guys to hear the whole series so do stay tuned. For everything Unplug related do follow the IG and Facebook page at the rate Unplug with Annie. You can also go to the website www.unplugwithannie.com and subscribe to the newsletter so you're constantly updated with what's going on on the blog as well as the podcast. Until next week.